What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Sabrina, a.k.a. Curly Messy Bun. It's been quite some time, hasn't it? <laughs> so much has happened. Um, some I remember, some irrelevant, some heartbreaking, some eye-opening. So, 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 so many things have happened. So... <laughs> I guess it only makes sense to fill you guys in a little bit to begin. I'm not going to give you months of what's been going on. If you follow me on social media, you'll know majority of it. I don't share everything, but today I will. <laughs> That's what we're here for, right? The tea on Sabrina. You know, I started this podcast literally to share my experiences so that one people know that they're not alone in the things that they go through Two, you know, social media can be so, 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 so harsh. And I know a lot of us fall victim to comparing our lives to other people. So I just want people to realize that there are, <laughs> there's still a lot of people really living real natural lives. Um, you know, everything on social media is not real. In fact, you know, living where I do, I know a lot of it is actually fake. Some of your favorite influencers don't even have, well, I'm not even going to get into it. <sighs> I don't even know why I picked up this mic. I swore that I was done with this podcast. But um, there's an experience that I need to share and I'll get to that last. But to fill you guys in. Um, I think the last recording was like April, end of April. Uh, I don't even remember <laughs> what it was about. <laughs> um, since then, a lot has happened. Um, a lot. Um, so the the gist of it is um, I lost my last friend out here. Um, I've made new ones since, but they're not new characters that I'm going to introduce currently. Um but Labor Day weekend, um, I had an experience where I passed out at a pool party. Um, the girl that I was friends with, she swears they were seizures. I'm pretty sure they weren't. I overheat very quickly. Um, I was not intoxicated. I had one drink that day and it was like hours before this happened. Um, but I passed out at the pool party and I kept saying I was embarrassed because yeah, I just passed out in front of a whole bunch of people that I don't know. But apparently, come to find out, um, she was subtweeting me, saying that I was saying it because of men. <sighs> so anyways, um, that happened on a Sunday. The following Monday, um, I had texted her asking um, about like vegan restaurants because I was really craving sweet potato fries. Um, I really didn't have an appetite but that. And uh, she was kind of dry. So I was like, you know, you just went through a traumatic experience. Even though it was my experience, I'm going to give you a couple days. So that Wednesday, she texts me and she's like, hey, um, my friend surprised me with these concert tickets. So I don't think I can do Halloween. Knowing we didn't get to do Halloween last year because she got COVID. And she told me that literally the day my costumes came in. Um... So I was like, okay, literally all I said. Um, then probably like five days later or so, she texted me again, started a whole argument 
Um, the gist of it was basically trying to say that I was jealous of her, but we're not, I'm not even going to go there. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, so trying to say that I, okay, because the reason she got that was because I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody. Um, and I mean that in a very humble way. Um, it's just like, nobody is me and I'm not them, right? Like we're not competing, Right. So what I would tell her was, you know, I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody, but if I ever was, if I ever was, it would be you, you, and here's why. Babe, you're six foot one and a half. I'm five ten. Most of the friends that I've ever made were short. We have similar body types. Most of the friends I have are usually skinny. Like, (laughs) that's, that's the only reason. We look nothing alike. Our lives are nothing alike. Our styles are nothing alike. Like to think that I'm jealous of somebody and I'm not going to harp on this, but to think I would be jealous of somebody, why would I constantly say, oh, you should, you know, embrace your body and do this, do that. Here's some inspiration. Here's some this. Here's some like, I'm not even going to get into it, but that was one of the things. What was one of the other things she said? Something else. And, um, The last one was that I went on social media saying that I didn't have any friends. When I pulled up the receipts so quick, literally in writing, it had her name. And I screen recorded the videos that said, shout out to my friend, Ash, my friend, my friend. I'm like saying it all these times. I didn't mean to name drop her, but fuck it. It's my podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm like screen recording. Can't even get an apology. Like, bro get show me what you misinterpreted she can't even pull anything like girl all right bye and I told her I was like when you're no longer upset like go back through these and realize what a dumbass you are because you have issues that you need to work out and they're not with me so yeah we're no longer friends um what else I had met a guy um and I have a very uh it's not strict but I have a, I don't hang out like on the same day type of rule, no last minute plans, but the last minute is mostly cause I'm lazy and I don't ever want to do my hair. Um, there's people like leaving my bill. I'm really not even supposed to be in my apartment right now because some alarm went off. I don't know. I don't think anybody's come back up since then. And nothing was serious. It only went off once and I was here for pipe Mageddon, So I know when something serious is happening, happening. Um, anyways, I had met a guy, I have a pretty strict, um, no same day rule, but for whatever reason, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Right. (sighs) The vibe was immaculate, um, from jump. And so we hung out, we went to dinner. It was kind of scrambled. He didn't really have a spot and I hate that, but I was like, you know, fuck it. Let's vibe. So we did, I spent the night, came home, had to work. Um, the next day he's like an entrepreneur, um, multimillionaire type guy. And, um, we went on like two other <laughs> quote unquote meetings after that. <laughs> I'll get to why I said that in a second. Um, and, um, the second one, damn, where did we go on the second one? Damn, where did we go? I don't know. I don't remember the second one. Okay. But anyways, after the first one, 
um, the next day he sent me a text message and he's like, yeah, he's like here. Um, the next time I see you, I want to talk about these key areas, like how we can, um, not help or benefit, but like basically how we would align in these areas. And it's like financial, emotional, spiritual, like, I'm like, okay, cool. He's telling me he really likes me, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. So then we had the two more meetings <laughs> and then a month goes by after our last one and I'm like yo what's T you feel me he's like um can you swing by later so we can talk sure (laughs) sure so I pull up I was like could this have been a text message I got an attitude first of all because he had me waiting like 30 minutes to an hour this was like two months ago maybe I don't know. Honestly, I have no concept of time anymore. I barely know that today is November 1st. Um, so I pull up. I'm like, because this have been a text message. He's like, no, because um, everything could be dead and better in a conversation. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, that conversation, he's rude as fuck, right? And he tells me we were never compatible. I said, huh? I said, so when did that change? He's like, what do you mean? We've never been compatible. He's like, we had two meetings or three meetings. I said, you've got to be shitting me right now. I'm like, what the fuck? Those weren't dates. Okay. So anyways, uh, next day I found out he was uh, moving back to Dubai for a couple months. So coincidence, I don't know. But also, weirdly enough, like um, maybe like a month couple weeks to a month after that whole last conversation he randomly texted me some video his main issue with me was uh that I asked questions Mm -hmm. (laughs) so anyways uh what else has happened oh but one good thing that did come out of that he was um religious um and I'm not gonna get into the details about it But basically, he indirectly led me on a path to uh, rebuilding my relationship with God. So, shout out to him. (laughs) Um, September 29th, I was laid off from my job literally two weeks before my three-year anniversary. So, (laughs) there's that. Um, That was rough at first. Um, for the first, like, 36 to 72 hours, I didn't eat or drink anything. I don't even know if I changed clothes. Maybe, I don't, I don't even remember. Um, I had a situation where the guy happened around that time, too. I still have no idea what happened. Um, so there's really no way I can explain it. (laughs) Because y'all, y'all gonna be like, huh? I'm gonna be like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Because there's no real way to explain it because I I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about um, a couple of other things. What else? Um, I met two amazing women. Um, and they have been amazing. I just said they were amazing women, so obviously. But, yeah. So, um... I'm on this like journey of a lot. I don't even know. I don't, it's not like a self-discovery journey because I, uh, excuse me, <laughs> what kind of podcast would it be without me burping? 
Um, I ate some really good baked sketty. Okay. Probably the best I've ever made. And I'm like telling everybody about it because it looks basic and it is, but it was delicious. Okay. I need to be a wife instantly. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm on this journey and it's, it's going very well. Um, I feel like I had to lose a lot in order to gain a lot. Um, and I feel like that's what this chapter of my life is. You know, I'll be 30 in like what, six months. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of redirection. And even though I don't know what's really happening right now, I feel like everything's going to work out for the best. So, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, so a part of that journey is like a lot of shadow work, a lot of forgiving myself. Um, yeah, um, allowing myself to feel, allowing myself to grieve situations that I never got the opportunity to grieve or felt like I shouldn't. Um, there was a situation that happened. Um, and when I talked to my best friend in the whole wide world about it, there was something I said to her that I kind of like spiraled this whole thing not this whole thing but like the last like major part of okay Sabrina like this is what you need to do right um it's not a secret so I was sexually assaulted um for the first time when I was like 13 um and that was the reason for my first suicide attempt um I've been sexually assaulted a couple times after that. The most recent one being last year, last summer. Um, I don't think I've spoken on that, actually. Well, surprise. <laughs> so, um, one thing, if you guys know anything about, um, if you guys know anything about people who have been sexually assaulted, um, a lot of the times they become hypersexual. Um, so one of the things is that sex for me is like, of, of course it's like pleasure and whatever. Um, I'm very hypersexual, but also, um, I use it in a way of self-harm and also it was kind of, there's been certain points in my life where it was kind of like, that was my sense of self-worth where if a man didn't want it from me, he didn't want me. And that's just how that felt. And while that may be true or he just didn't want me in general, that's not a healthy way to think. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said to her. Let's see if I can pull it up on my laptop. Uh, because I'm on the phone that I record with or that I text her with. Um, so let's see. 
her and I text a little bit, so there's a lot of sirens. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Oh my god, my computer froze. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm in the ghetto. -da -da -da. Sorry, my computer's old. It's a little slow. Um oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, stop. Okay. Um, I know it's somewhere around here. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. But it was basically like, um, shit. <laughs> Why can't I find it? <laughs> I'm reading some of these text messages and one of them was like what's his page I'm gonna report it I'm like girl bye um so my quote oh my text quote what the fuck <laughs> my text verbatim says um, I hate that I'm so conditioned to men wanting sex for me, um, that when they don't go for it, I'm offended. Um, and you know, she made a valid point. She's like, I'm sorry, friend. Maybe that's something you got to work on for yourself. And, you know, at that point, at first I was like, girl, bye. <laughs> I didn't say that to her, but I said that in my head. And then I'm like, you know what? I think, um, I think that's, that's a good idea. Um, and if people don't want to deal with me because of that, then so be it you know um so yeah <clears throat> now let's get into the emotional part I'm gonna try not to cry but um yeah so I know I have an episode about it um if you've been with me for a while then you will know but there is, oh, I'm about to click on my podcast. Okay, thank God. Um, I thought I was going to start playing, but I wanted to know when I did it. I know it's been quite some time. Okay, apparently I don't, I don't open the podcast thing. I got a 4.9 star review. Oh my God. Go give me some stars, y'all. Go, um. Leave me some reviews. Did I tell y'all my ex, um, the voice on the unreleased, uh, he, he's not even really my ex, the voice on the unreleased um, audios, well, they're released, but that's what the name of it is. Um, he was like stalking my Instagram, probably other social medias for like a week, um, a couple months ago. But... 
Oh my god, when did I do? I know I have it. It's the episode that has oh here it is. Episode 23. Damn. <laughs> March 7th, 2019. Um it's 12 13 17 and 7 4 18. Um so let's chat. <sighs> it's not a super long story either. I to get comfortable. I'm sorry. I would get up and get what I wrote, but that's not for you guys. Um, I mean, really nothing is, but, <laughs> but here we are. So I dropped my microphone because my hands are cold. Um, yeah, so um, July 4th, 2018. I had a miscarriage and um, that really broke my heart. It really, really, really broke my heart. Um, Damn, how old was I? 23 maybe? Do y'all hear the people outside? I can't do math. I was 24. So, um, it was a, it was an interesting time. So I'll give you a little backstory. Um, couple, couple weeks, maybe like two weeks. Mm -hmm. I know my tattoo was still healing. Um, but the tattoo on my right thigh, the big Lola Bunny and Bugs Bunny um, tattoo that I have, I actually got that at a convention June of that year. And um, I, did, I had a long session. And at the end of the session, I passed out. And I assumed it was just because um, I hadn't eaten all day. Like I had like snacks. I didn't think it was going to be so long. It was at a tattoo convention downtown, back home. Nobody was going to bring me food. I couldn't get no food. Like, it was it was all bad. So I just assumed I had passed out. And it, it very well could have been because of that. But I had passed out at the end of it. They gave me an orange, something like that. Um, And a couple days, a week, I don't know. My tattoo was still healing. And I only know these things because I have pictures that sounds so weird um but yeah actually you know I'm gonna go look so we can have dates who doesn't love accuracy I know I do I don't know if y'all can hear them people yelling maybe I just got supersonic ears I should have pulled this shit up but I wasn't prepared I mean, like I was, but like, it was also very impromptu. So I was literally laying in my bed watching TikTok. I know my homeboy, if he's listening to this, he don't have a lot of shit to say. So anyways.
I'm sorry. Wasn't I just in August? How'd I get in November? Okay, so June 24th is the day that I got my tattoo at the convention. June 30th. Mm-hmm. June 30th, I think, is when I started having cramps. Couldn't be. Somewhere between June 30th and obviously the date that I miscarried, which is July 4th, I started basically having contractions, um, but I thought I was cramping, which is kind of the same thing. So, I didn't know what was going on. I remember it was either the second or the third that night. I just felt like super sick. My stomach felt terrible. It was like knives, like deep inside of me and being twisted, like with full strength. And I was sweating. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought maybe I was getting sick. July 4th. I couldn't even eat. I was in so much pain. I remember there was a point where I was um, on my knees and like bent on the couch to like get pressure on my stomach because I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't eat. My mom brought me food. She's trying to figure out what's going on. But my mom is also very... Okay, so I have two sides to me. I'm one, either a hypochondriac or I downplay how situations are. And so my mom's kind of just like, uh, you're okay. So she went to work and I went in the bathroom and I don't even want to describe that. Um, I miscarried in the bathroom. Um, I texted my friend Pierce. I said, oh my God, I think I just miscarried. And um, I like remember looking in the toilet and yeah. So I went to work the next day. I don't think it was the next day. Like I don't think it was the fifth, but sometime along that week, is when I met my friend Christopher, who's now my my little angel. I post him a lot on my Instagram story. Well, not a lot, but whenever I think about him, that's my dog. I met him around that time, and you know he was he was really helpful. He was really helpful. So I hid that from my family. Um, I don't know if my sister knows now, but when I was arguing with my sister after I moved. Um, my mom was like in the middle of it, but like more on my sister's side. And that's just how our family goes. They treat me like I'm the oldest and my sister's the baby. And it's actually her first. But um, I can't even say she's more on my sister's side, but she's like, I'm not even going to get into our family dynamic, but like she feels like she has to protect my sister more. So not spam risk calling me. Let's answer this. Hola. Hello. Oh, this is National Police Trooper. Ciao. Anyways. 
Um, <laughs> this is the most ghetto podcast ever. Um, so I told my mom, but so my mom never knew about my sexual assaults. She definitely don't know the one about last year. Definitely not going to tell her that. But I told her about uh, the first one because she knows about the attempt. Um, because I was right before my sister found out she was pregnant with my nephew. So I told her about uh, my miscarriage and my sexual assault. Like, and I'm, I, the way that I said it, it's so bad, but like I said it in a way to like hurt her. Like, and by the way, this happened right in your face. And she tried to ask me about it one time and I was just like, girl, I'm not doing this. Um, but it would hurt me a lot. But like I said, I don't think my sister knows. She probably does. Cause my mom be, my mom got big mouth. Yeah. You know how moms are. But, um. Prior to them finding out, well, you know, between 2018 and last year, you know, during things like Mother's Day or if something was going on with my nephew, Mother's Day, they wouldn't say nothing. I'd be fucked up. Um, But like when things were going on with my nephew or things like that, they'd be like, you're not a mom. You don't know. And I'm like, just because my kid's not alive, like, that's kind of fucked up. But, you know, they didn't know. But that was it will really hurt my feelings. Um. So, yeah, but uh, that really hurt me. I felt like I had to hide it. There was nobody I could really talk to about it. Um, I had somebody at the time tell me that actually a couple people basically tell me like I didn't really have a reason to be sad because I was so early in my pregnancy and um, somebody who won't be named because I am actually still friends with them because I know they didn't mean any harm. And they've been with me through a lot of things. But um, he was kind of trying to make me like just see the bigger picture, which I understand. And this isn't exactly how he said it. But basically he was like, um, you know, I actually lost a child. You lost a fetus. Like, get over yourself. Like he I swear he did not say it like that. But that's how I heard it at the time. And it was like, how fucking dare you? But like, I get it. But, you know, you still got to be. You still got to have some compassion and some empathy because one thing that I've always wanted to be is a mom. Like people used to think that I was joking and I like halfway was like the way that I would say it. But like I don't have a big family like I do, but I don't um, like growing up. It was just me, my mom, my sister and my dad <clears throat> and our dog. <laughs> my mom has seven siblings and they all have kids. So like I have hella aunts and uncles and cousins and all that. And my dad's side, there was only five grandkids, three kids. And I still have like hella extended family, but like I didn't grow up around them. I'm not close to my dad's side. I didn't grow up close to my mom's side. I'm closer to my mom's side now, but, um, you know, I didn't have a big family and I would, my joke used to always be, oh, I want to have a short school bus full of kids. And, like, I was serious. I wanted a lot of kids. Whew. <laughs> I thought I was going to make it through. But then I thought about, like, damn, I'm almost 30. And I don't have any. So, anyways. Um... 
always wanted a lot of kids even if it's just four like that's a lot especially in this economy hell one's a lot in this economy um <laughs> but um yeah I've always wanted a lot of kids my sister was the one who didn't want any kids and I don't know why I have this like irrational fear that I can't have kids um but obviously after that whole miscarriage situation it kind of became like a deeper fear and after the miscarriage um I had started seeing a different OBGYN and he's like do you have any kids and I was like no like I had a miscarriage a couple years ago actually I think it was like a year um a year after I had my miscarriage I got a different OBGYN he was like oh because you're um your uterus is backwards and so then that put more fear in my heart and he didn't say like oh you can't have kids because obviously no tests were ran or anything like that but I think I looked it up after you know WebMD became my best friend and um I think it makes it harder or something like that plus I've been on birth control since I was like 13 or 14 whenever my sister got pregnant (laughs) so you know that doesn't help But anyways, um, it's something that I never really healed from and something that I always like mourn, especially when like Mother's Day comes around or the 4th of July. I don't celebrate the 4th of July and I always tell people it's because it's a colonizer's holiday and while that's halfway true, it's just not a good holiday for me. So yeah, so Let's get into it. I'm probably going to start crying again. So this is a long episode. My God. Um, so uh, a couple before the whole Labor Day situation happened, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, maybe that same weekend. I don't know. Somewhere around that time, um, my friend went to uh, like a drug pop-up shop thing. I don't know (laughs) and there was shrooms um bars there I don't I don't really trust just anybody obviously as you shouldn't especially with drugs uh well shrooms is not a drug it it grows in the ground and these are chocolate bars so anyways long story short he ended up getting me two and I would take like one piece at a time and they are different (laughs) so um I was in contact with somebody who actually does shrooms the same kind that I got and I was telling them like I want to do a lot like I want to have this prolific breakthrough right because um, there's this girl on TikTok who is the reason I wanted to do all this and she's like I was high as hell I cried I journaled I called people I recorded things this down the third yeah that didn't happen for me (laughs) I'll just tell you that now so this past Sunday um, I took 11 pieces and I, I only know that cause I counted it. Cause like on the back of the box, it says, if you take this through this, this and like, so I took 11 pieces and, um, I put on Mariah, the scientist's new album. Why? I don't know. Um, I couldn't stay awake. It, I don't even know if I was really asleep, but I, I like my eyes couldn't really stay open. I knew I didn't want to be on my phones because I didn't want to like risk 
calling like my mom or my sister or you know spilling out any feelings I didn't want to do any of that so I knew they made me sleepy um so I laid down on the couch turned on the music closed my eyes and I kid you fucking not I have a very hyper imagination I don't know if I'm on the autism spectrum I might be I don't mean that in a bad way I just say like because I have an overactive like mind in general not just imagination and other reasons but anyways (laughs) so you know like the like when you think of shrooms you think of like the funky colors and the walls moving and things melting and you know what I'm talking about that's what it was like inside my head uh when I closed my eyes while I'm listening to this music play and I'm just like I don't even remember how to explain it I don't remember a lot of what happened I don't remember what song was playing. I don't remember anything at this point. All I remember is I'm laying down on my back. I was also convulsing a lot. Um, And my friend said that's normal because it's a whole body high. It has scared me at first, especially with the whole situation from Labor Day. But um, if it would have continued, I would have really been scared. But um, I can't never be fucking serious. But anyways... <clears throat> I'm laying down. I remember specifically I'm on the back and I'm like Winnie Poohing it out, you know, t shirt with some panties. That's important. <laughs> Is it? I don't I don't think so. I don't know. Anyways, I'm laying down. I don't I don't I, I can't like I'm trying to recount it in my head right now and I don't remember what's playing or anything. All I remember is I touch my stomach, my right hand to like the bottom right of my stomach and I'm like kind of rubbing it but like with my thumb you know like I'm palming anyways I don't think that's important (sighs) and I don't know if I like mumbled some stuff before that but I do remember verbally saying I am so sorry I am so sorry this happened to you um I'm so sorry that you're not here Like, I just kept apologizing. And um, I remember at one point, I don't know how accurate this is because, you know, it is like your subconscious and your higher self and all these things. And I don't know if it's just because I've always wanted a daughter, but I saw a little girl. Like, I saw a little four-year-old, right? My daughter would have been about four or five, four, almost five now. My child. Um prettiest little girl I've ever seen but she was with my family and they're like they're with her I've been dealing with death in my family since I was four so there's quite a few people up there um yeah it was like I think I uh Spoke to her a couple more times, but I do remember I just kept rubbing my stomach. Specifically on the right side. I don't know, but I'm also right-handed, so I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. So, I complete the trip. No, no, no. Let me backtrack. I didn't. I woke up for a second and I cried. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember boo-hooing several times, 
just saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I wonder if my neighbors heard me. I know they heard my music because it was pretty loud. Um, but I just kept saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, one day we'll be together. Whatever other apologies I gave to her. Um, when I was coming to, I was still really emotional. My head started pounding. I had the worst headache. But I was also laughing a lot. Even when I was like, I was about to say under. Even when I was um, tripping, I was laughing a lot. Um, like belly laughs. And when I came to, I was laughing a lot. Like even now, like the smallest thing makes me laugh. And like I'm a laugher anyways. Like I love to laugh. I think everything's funny. I'm actually shocked I don't have laugh lines, but these genetics I got are A1. Um, It's like this weight came off my shoulders. This, like, I feel like, I don't ever want to call my daughter a weight or like an anchor or anything like that. But I feel like the emotions that I tied to it for you know, blaming myself when it's not really my fault. Whew. But I remember constantly blaming myself for this happening. Or like, one thing that really hurt my feelings is um when I told the guy who would have been her dad, who actually still hits me up like every six to 12 months trying to reconcile. But when I told him, like, I just had a miscarriage, he was like, I think you're lying. Like, huh? I said, do you want to see a picture? It was just, it was crazy. But for the longest, I blamed myself. And, um, you know I just never allowed myself to actually grieve I never like I sulked for a little bit when people asked me what's wrong you know I wouldn't talk about it or I'd be like this is what happened but I feel like people don't really care if it wasn't a living child and like parts of me gets it But at the same time, it's like, I didn't even know. And that shit still broke my heart. So I can only imagine if I knew and then it happened. Or if they were born and it happened. It's just like, there's one person who knew. Um, I didn't meet them until a couple years later. But every Mother's Day, they tell me Happy Mother's Day. And while it's like, I don't even have a child here. Like, they still acknowledge that I'm a mom. And that means the world to me. So, I really appreciate that. But, um, after I was, um, after, like, the main part of the trip, I don't know how long they really last after the whole, like, trip and ball situation. But, um... Once I was like pretty conscious, I sat in silence a lot. 
um, and just, you know, reflected, actually wrote a journal. Um, it's a letter to me and her in one. And, um, it basically just talks about how there's not really anything more in this world that I've wanted to do than be a mother and, you know, that I'm so sorry and, I have my own personal guardian angel and that, um, you know, if, if I ever have kids, her siblings will know about her and, um, that we'll be together one day. And, um, I know some people may think it's stupid (laughs) to grieve something that I didn't even know about, but. I've had a few heartbreaks in my life. And I'm not talking about like relationships because those are nothing compared to, you know, this. Um, but I lost my best friends, my both my grandpas back to back when I was 10 and 11. You know, and um, <clears throat> one, the, the last thing my grandpa said to me um literally hours before he died was that um he couldn't wait to or that he would be at he was in the hospital when this happened um but that he would be at my sister's wedding and my graduation mind you I was 10 so my sister was what 16 17 so it's like I've had heartbreaks And, you know, through this reflection, I found that um, obviously a a relationship is not going to bring back my child. But I realized, like, I was constantly trying to fill a void. You know, and even though I don't, like, meet a guy and start talking to him and start talking about kids, like, that's just not my style because I feel like kids are very sacred. Um... I was still trying to fill a void of love because there is no unconditional love like the love from your kids. Like, they don't have a reason to love you. They just do. Not in all cases, but you get what I'm saying? Like, there, it does not come with conditions. And I was searching for that in other places. I was begging for people to love me. Excuse me, not literally, because I'm not begging nobody. I'm just kidding. I probably have. But, um, it, it, it gave me a lot of clarity, um, the shrooms. And I know that's part of their job. I honestly didn't know where, what direction it was going to go in. Cause I feel like I have so much unresolved trauma, but I really don't. I mean, maybe I do, but I feel like that was the main thing that really fucked me up and I didn't even realize it. So, um, it's given me a lot of clarity and I'm really grateful for it. And, um, you know, maybe one day I can tell her siblings about her and, um, I wish I would have known so I could have had a name so I could get like a little necklace or a little tattoo or something. But I mean, I could name her now, but like, I don't want to like name her something that I want to name 
my future kids. Is that fucked up? That might be fucked up. I'm sorry. But anyways. Yeah. My life is on the up and up. Um, I see big things. I see big, big things coming. I just feel like um, God has a bigger plan for me. And he knew that there were certain things in my way. And certain situations and people he needed to remove from my life in order for these things to happen. And everybody's not there forever. Some people are literally just a season. Whereas my dog, Eris, is a forever thing. She can't go nowhere. <laughs> but um, I've met some really amazing women. I have a really amazing tribe. One day my homeboy called me. He's like, I just want to check on you. Like, you've been on my heart. And I'm like, what did I do to get such amazing people who actually care about me because I've never really felt cared about I feel like a lot of people have always just wanted me for like the things that I do <clears throat> and uh I'm really grateful I'm really really grateful um but I'm I'm really happy um that I'm figuring things out and I'm, I love the new person I am. I've always loved me, but I'm growing into a different person yet again. And I feel like it's supposed to be a beautiful journey. I feel like I'm finally growing into who I'm supposed to be. So I don't know, but I know y'all haven't heard from me in a while. I don't know when I'm going to record next. So I will talk to you guys at some point. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. It's sabrina.may. I'll just go ahead and leave my links. Bye, guys.